0: controller for podcast episode 44 44 i have to double check to make sure it was 44 but here we are listening to you guys are listening to me i guess i'm technically listening to my own voice too as i sit here and speak and it comes back around to my ears um yeah Welcome. It's a week. Uh, no, no real updates on uh, Final Fantasy Eleven stuff, other than just I'm still working on the cutting room floor page. I'm hoping to get that done by Wednesday. If you want to count that an update as an update, uh, but we'll see how this week goes. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to not not work so hard <laughs> and give my body more time to relax. So I put a good, I put a good like, uh, I'd say like six to eight hours into getting the cutting room floor posts edited up more this weekend. It's it's not that much stuff. I just I, it's just a lot of learning for me or like growing not growing pains. There's just a lot of requirements and stuff that I gotta figure out and like figure out the quirks of using their editor and things like that. So it just it's just taking a bit of time. But in the meantime, um Instead of playing something actually new, well, I should say I beat Xenoblade, Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles Two, um, on Wednesday. So congratulations, to me! I did it. I beat another JRPG. It feels good. I like I like beating a JRPG. It's a good feeling. Like. In most cases, I feel good about beating a JRPG. There's very few times that I'm just like, oh, man. Although at the end of Thousand Arms, I might be like, oh, man. <laughs> um, I didn't like the ending very much. Uh, I won't get into specifics. But I will say it's... um. And admittedly, I didn't beat Xenoblade Chronicles X to say how, how that affects the series. But Xenoblade Chronicles 2... Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, rather um it feels like it it muddies things up a bit in a way I'm not super fond of I think if you're a big fan of um like Xenosaga Xenosaga uh (laughs) anyways I think if you're a big fan of Xenosaga uh there are a lot of things about Xenoblade's ending Xenoblade's 2 ending that you would be um into Um, but I think if you're a fan of the Xenoblade series, um, it's a lot of things you might not be so into. That's not to say it directly relates to Xenosaga, but, um, but it does, uh, uh, share a lot of themes. Which, I mean, all the games in that series share the same, a lot of the same themes, but this one feels a lot more direct than the original, uh, Blade entry that was on the Wii. So yeah, it's it's a little. I just feel a little mixed, and I think what's probably going to happen, because obviously I can't, I don't want to like do a bunch of spoiler stuff in a main article that I talk about other things. I'll probably split the article. One to talk about kind of the the game as a whole, and that I think the one that talks about the game as a whole, excuse me, is going to be a video. Is I think what my my feelings are right now, uh, and then the one that talks about kind of the ending of the game and how what role it plays in the series, um, that will probably just be a separate article that's, like, noted, hey, by the way, spoilers on all these video games that are beginning with, with that name. Um, so, yeah, we'll see, but, uh, but I have been, uh, just basically doing, um, side content in the game now, um, which has been more, more, um, fulfilling than i thought it would be so so i would i could be wrong but i remember the original xenoblade um the i would say the side content was um average at best it didn't really match up with the the story content in terms of this presentation there's definitely a lot of good content there to do um but in the case of like xenoblade chronicles uh 2 like each of your rare blades, which are essentially your weapons, have their own like story quests and stuff like that that are not fully voiced, but they have a lot of voiced scenes in them, and um and they feel the they feel fairly elaborate. And if they were like plopped in the middle of the story somewhere, it wouldn't feel too terribly out of place, to be honest. Um, which I think is really good. And I think there's like a like twenty seven to thirty blades, rare blades in the main game. It sounds like the new uh, New Game Plus stuff adds, I think, like seven or eight new blades, but it sounds like there's really only one cutscene involved with them to kind of um, give you some more details on them. So I might just, <laughs> instead of playing through a New Game Plus, I might just uh, let that um go go YouTube those ones and just like look up like, hey, here. Rare Blades Heart to Heart New Game Plus, or something like that. Um, but yeah, I've been enjoying it. And then there's like a, a, and then as you do content, more heart to heart pops up. Which, if you don't know what a heart to heart is, essentially like a, a conversation that's between, um, a set of specific characters to kind of flesh out that character a bit more, or multiple characters a bit more. Um, but it's, um, At least in this game, they're voiced. I think in the case of the last two games, Xenoblade 1 and Xenoblade Chronicles X, the hearts-to-hearts may have not been voiced in those. So... So yeah, I'm enjoying the side content. It's pretty good. I mean, I I think the big part of it is I enjoy the combat of the game. The only issue is that it's still just a constant struggle with field skills. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but there's these things called field skills and um, there's certain points on the map where you need a certain field skill and a certain number level of field skill to get past a certain point or to like open a box or treasure chest or something like that. And um, the the process for... um, Activating those uh, spots can be terrible. Like it's just awful. It's just like basically like not only do you have to have blades that have those stats, you have to also have them in your party. And then there's this whole issue where like, well, each each character has a blade locked to them, or their blades locked to them. So if you had like say four botany on on the main character, or like Nia the side character, second character, um. If you gave, if you had like four botany on her, only those botanies could only be used on her, and she has three slots, so you'd use the three botany slots, and then that last slot can't be used because it can't be equipped to anyone else. So you need level four botany, and it's like, oh, the only botanies I have are on one character, and I literally can't equip enough botany to to <laughs> to to use this this field skill point, and then like just searching for your inventory to find those those. Those field skill levels on your blades and so on. Like it's, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. I'll try to explain it as best I can in the video. Without like going on a huge rant. But like oh my gosh. It's it's, it's just a convoluted mess of stuff. And so a lot of the end game is like activating those field skills. So it's a lot of blade manages management. So you're like making sure certain blades are equipped on each character. Or that a certain you know blade has their skills leveled up. So they can have like level 1 botany. You can level that up to like level 3 botany um, things like that, so it's it's kind of a nightmare, but there's still a lot of things about Xenoblade 2 that I like enough that I think I'm still going, I think specifically, um, I do like the character interactions quite a bit in this game, um, and, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, I think Xenoblade, I feel, I feel a little weird with Xenoblade after beating, after beating Xenoblade 2, because, um, thinking about it, I may, I may have touched on this before, like, I don't I mean Xenoblade Chronicles X is its own weird western RPG thing and Xenoblade Chronicles 1 that came out like 2011 in Europe which is when I played it cuz I imported it um that game is um I'd say very conservative for a Monolith game in terms of a lot of its mechanics um and Xenoblade Chronicles 2 feels kind of like a return to like the the 2000 like 2 through 2005 crazy era of like botan Kaitos and Exito Saga two, where it's like, here's all these crazy battle systems you can do this like random garbage with, and I'm like, yes, absolutely give me give me all the rant like all the garbage, <laughs> feed me these uh, like overly complicated battle systems that don't really need to be interacted with, but are very satisfying to interact with and um and so I think I think having that part of of a monolith game retickle me for the first time and uh, i think the last i think i played a Xenosaga 2 in Bot and botan Kaitos in like 2006 2007 like it's it, it's been a long time and i'm i'm happy to get that feeling again out of the battle system for this game so as much as the nightmare as in the boy chronicles 2 is <laughs> Um one other thing I did want to talk about, I, I haven't kept up with the news lately, unfortunately. I tried to go when I was gonna go look last week, I realized I already had way too much to already talk about on the show. And then I went to go look this week and um I'm two weeks behind and I found something immediately that I wanted to talk about, so I was like, eh, maybe I should just talk about the thing I just found. <laughs> so, um getting back to uh Valkyria Chronicles three no four. Sorry, I three is already out. Um, the Valkyrie Chronicles 4, um they they put out a new trailer. Let me see when they put it out. What day was it? March 16th. So, that was Friday? Yeah. Yeah, that was Friday. So, on March 16th, they put out a new trailer that showed a lot of um environmental hazards and uh weather effects. And um I think I think looking at it cuz looking at a lot of Valkyrie Chronicles 4 footage in the past, I I never really saw too much that was impressing me. It, it, not particularly. Not particularly saying it wasn't fun or, or anything like that, but I, I looked at it and say, "Well, this is pretty much what Valkyrie Chronicles One was doing." Um, you know, Valkyrie Chronicles Two is its own weird, different thing, and it's great because it's its own weird, different thing um, than Valkyrie Chronicles One. Unfortunately, I haven't played Valkyrie Chronicles 3, so if you say, oh, that was in Valkyrie Chronicles 3, I'm sorry, I never played it, I have not yet to play it, yet. I have not, <laughs> I have yet to play it, but I would like to, I would say this year, but I already got plans for this year, so probably not happening this year, <laughs> it's probably gonna happen after Valkyrie Chronicles 4, <laughs> um, but, um... But I think what what's really seems to be the standout point, I'll link the trailer in the in the uh notes. Uh the standout point really seems to be um just the environmental damage stuff that you can do now with like uh, avalanches coming in and um I'm trying to think of what else in the video. I I watched the video once a little while ago and I can't quite remember, but there's just like some other things like, you know, explosive barrels you can blow up. And then, you know, characters will be caught on fire. But the tanks can, like, roll through without having to get in the fire and stuff like that. And and it seems like there's a, a focus on weather in general. Um, I'm not sure if that weather is going to affect the gameplay per se. The game definitely has a winter vibe to it. If you hear me clicking, I'm just clicking on this trailer real quick. Just so you can get an eye out on, on some stuff. Um, it's definitely, uh, it seems to be focused on the winter, which, hey... hey i really like uh winter themed things so that makes me very happy um and then hopefully it won't get like too repetitive or anything like that but um but yeah i i I think that might be not a terrible way to go i think that valkyrie chronicles 2 is a game of a lot of slight changes that really change how the player thinks about strategy and combat and I don't know if that's gonna be the case with just what we've seen with like the weather effects and the um the avalanche or like the, the environmental hazard stuff. Um, but I think those are nice steps in a in a direction that makes it, you know, more uh more involving maybe. There's definitely things that were kind of like environmental hazards in the in Valkyrie Chronicles 2. I believe there's like these lightning towers that would bring down lightning strikes and things like that but it, it's it has been a while um, i'm trying to remember if the snow levels had any any major issues in Valkyrie Chronicles 2 i think mainly more than anything it would like slow down your tank and i think slow down movement in general um, so i guess there has been some of that in the past in the series but i would like i, re- I would really like a focus on that um, if they could really like not not only make that just like a element of battle but make that really the focus in a lot of ways um i would be i would be very happy i'd be very happy i'm still still waiting to see something that else can me otherwise i think the one thing that i might see otherwise in this trailer is just like a a general scale to the combat that i don't think the series has had at least in a while um it does seem like there's a there's a lot of stuff going on in some of this, these things here let me see if i can find any specific scene to be like hey look at this one page i felt like i saw some stuff but yeah maybe it's just the visual maybe just the visual design of the whole thing makes it seem a lot more intense and compact because when you actually are looking at the um the maps and things like that um it's it's still kind of minor not that many troops being marked on screen but you know, I think you can just look at like the footage at like the thirty-second mark in that video, and you just get a, a good sense of like, oh, how how long this map goes on compared to compared to Valkyrie Chronicles Two at least. Um, I it's been so long since I played Valkyrie Chronicles Three, I really couldn't compare them probably. Um, sorry for that loud cl- <laughs> loud click. I just well, I don't think about clicking a lot of times. Anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still. I'm still mixed on Valkyrie Chronicles 4 but what I try to do because and I, I try not to um think too much of what can be with games. I I mostly mostly want them to show me um what's possible with the game. So so if if someone shows off like um I'm trying to think of the best words. Maybe we should talk about this another time and not right now. Uh, let's do the fortune cookie. And then if I think about it at the very end of the podcast, I might talk about the other part. But eh. um, just as a reminder, fortune cookie is uh, a section where I pull a random uh, game out of my collection via like a, a random thing on backloggery. It's like a thing called a fortune cookie. Uh, it just grabs a random game out of your collection and presents it to you, I assume with the intention of saying, hey, you're going to play this now, but <laughs> play video games. What? What are you talking about? WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games. Um, Actually, I like this game a lot. I've, I've been a handful of times now. I, I, I'm I surprised the um, Nintendo Power Marketing for this one actually worked on me um what happened is um in nintendo power there was a uh a advertisement for it on every single page of the magazine or at least a lot of the pages in the magazine where um in the top right corner of every page it would show one micro game from from warioware and you'd basically flip through and you would see the objective is what the objective is and see like a single picture and they usually put like the weirder ones like slice the meat or like you know drop your nose drizzle on something. I forget what the, the actual game is. Or like, sniff sniff your nose your nose stuff up. I don't, I'm don't. i blanking on the word for your nose fluids, but yeah. And, uh, that, I don't know why that worked for me. Maybe because I was a kid and I was like, haha, how random, slicing, meat, weird. Um, but I really liked it. And I, I played it again recently and it still feels really good to play today. It's just, you know, very quick and easy to jump in and, uh, and, you know, play a bunch of little mini-games that are very, very easy to understand. And in a lot of ways, you know, quickly analyzing the situation and figuring out how you're going to play this game is part of the strategy of of that game and that series. Um, I I don't know if I particularly care to, you know, continue to pursue playing Mega Micro Game or WarioWare games. Uh, I definitely enjoyed Touched when I had the DS, but... I think a lot of that has to do with I was just looking for content on the DS to play, and you know, WarioWare is a very replayable game. Uh, I never played Twisted, which seems to be the one that everyone says sh- is the one you should play. Which I eh, we'll see if I ever do that. I don't know how much it costs these days, to be honest. Um, I think the Wii one was okay. Um, there's nothing. Sp- I think the what's most special about the Wii one is just like you know the 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 um horsepower of the Wii gave them some extra extra uh ability to do some stuff in 3d whether or not it needed to be in 3d is a whole other thing (laughs) but but it gave them some some options for that And i think there were like some mini games for each uh each main character and stuff like that it was a it's a it's a pretty little thing and then you know game and wario on on the wii u um yeah i i don't know what to say about game war wario but I guess that's not the point. We're here to talk about WarioWare Inc. Mega Micro Games. So I guess really the point I'm trying to say is Nintendo Power sold me on that game and I really enjoyed it. Um one of the few cases where I feel like Nintendo Power really sold me on the game. Although I guess I can't say anything like that because like before two thousand eight I was like a huge Nintendo fanboy and like would fucking die for them. And I probably, you know, I don't think I read Nintendo Power so much as I just looked at the screenshots and stuff in them um but but uh yeah it's, it was a Nintendo game and uh and I ended up getting it but you know I played it re- again like I said I played it recently and I really enjoyed it it's a really fun game I, w- I would still recommend it today it's a it's a good quick quick shot fun kind of thing and it seems like it'd be perfect for phones or something like that but um I have not looked I'm sure there are plenty of WarioWare clones in the phone market. That seems like an opportunity to (laughs) that could not have been passed at some point. So, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, They announced one recently in that Nintendo Direct. And, you know, hey, if I ever end up with a copy of it, sure, I'll give it a go. Um, But I'm not going to chase or pursue it, I think. I think it's going to do it for this week. Yeah, that's, that's going to be it for this week. Um, right now, I really want to get that Final Fantasy XI stuff uh, at least, you know, to the point that it's posted and done. Not done, but, you know, posted and, and available for people to look at. And I'm going to, again, I'm going to try for that on Wednesday. We'll see if that happens. Um, in the meantime, uh, I don't think I'm going to have an article already here anytime soon unless I like randomly pull one out pretty quick. Sometimes, sometimes I just get the urge to do something and I'll write an article and then put publish it within like 24 hours, but that's pretty rare. Um, so I wouldn't expect you to see anything other than that Final Fantasy 11 Cutting Room 4 page maybe going up on Wednesday. We shall see. Otherwise, Thousand Arm Thursday is on Thursday still. Uh, 7 p.m. Pacific, Pacific time. Um, and we'll see where we go. We're still still got a ways to go in that game and if you haven't been watching i've been trying at the end of the streams to show off some random games in my collection i did not last time because i had started thousand arm thursday a little late and i was also very tired and didn't particularly have anything i was like kind of trying to dying to show so i need to flip through my games this week and see if i can find something that i want to present at the at the end of thousand arm thursday so that's gonna do it for this week thank you guys so much for listening Have a great week.